0: Blob Talk Radio Let's
1: keep it around
2: a gracious, glorious afternoon, morning, evening, nighttime, whatever the time of day is where you are hearing the sound of our voice. We thank and praise God for another chance and another opportunity to join in with you over cyberspace, over the airwaves, over the phone lines, however you are tuning in on today to hear this broadcast. We are excited to be connecting with you. That is what life is all about. It is the kingdom connections that God will place before us and join us too, that we may go further in this journey called life. So we thank you for joining and tuning in with us on today. As always, I am joined by the one and only the beautiful, vivacious, lovely Miss Tanya Roberts. How are you? Today, my sister,
3: you are just awesome when you give those introductions. I thank you for sowing life into me. I am doing wonderful. Happy Father's Day to all those who are fathers, to all Amen. those who are daddies. I'm giving you the best of sowing life into whomever you've had in your life right now, good or bad. Amen, and thank you, Jesus.
2: Amen. Amen, amen.
3: Fathers, fathers,
2: fathers, it is, oh my gosh, such a a great honor when you can recognize your father, you know, when you can give honor where honor is due. Um, And for every person, under the sound of my voice, I really don't care um, to be quite frank Frank with you, I don't really care if you have the most wonderful father in the world or a father that really could care less that you existed on this planet. You have a father in heaven, your creator, who breathed life into you, who you were formed in his thought pattern before. The earth was laid, and so we're going to give credit and honor to whom honor is due, and that is our Heavenly Father on today. I don't think there is an argument on the planet that can go against the love and the sacrifice that God Almighty has for his children. And
0: I'm just so grateful for the knowledge of knowing that he is my father. What about you, Tam? I am there with you, sis.
3: I thank God every day, every moment for sowing into my life, God allowing me to learn new and newer things, to open up my mind, to exert my mind to greater things to come. And I thank God. Thank you. Yeah, for real, for real. You know, today's show is
2: uh, the topic of today's show is the importance of affirmation. And I really felt that that was an appropriate title or discussion, a topic of discussion today because it is Father's Day and because it is the Father that affirms us. It is the Father that... Speaks into our lives and calls those things sometimes that be not as though they were. Because our Heavenly Father, and and I'm going to make reference more so to our Heavenly Father today than our earthly fathers. And I know some of you have some phenomenal fathers or still have phenomenal fathers. I thank and praise God for the father he gave to me. He was not my biological father, but he affirmed me even as a child. And I thank God for him on today. But I was only blessed with him for seven years. Um, Those seven years have carried me through up to age 62, and I'm grateful for them. But beyond that, it took a heavenly father who created us Prior to the foundation of this earth being laid, who had purpose for us, and it is he who has spoken those things into existence that we didn't even know were. You know what I'm saying? Which is why I'm saying that it is so important that we have affirmation, and and yes, it is great, and it is wonderful that your earthly father affirms you and that he speaks life into you, but if you did not have that, if you did not have that, it does not mean that you are short of any affirmation, And, and, and I think we as a species, as this human nature, we tend to forget that it wasn't just the sperm of our biological father that caused us to come into this earth realm. It wasn't just the eggs in the ovaries of our biological mothers that gave birth to us. It was the thought that God had about us prior to, the word of God says, prior to the foundation of the earth being laid. And I'm repeating that for a reason because I really want people to get it into their psyche that, you know what, no matter what your beginning in life was in
0: this earth realm, it has little to do with the destiny that has been spoken over your life
2: by that one that created you. Prior to mommy and daddy laying down, no matter how you were conceived, it doesn't matter if there was molestation, if there was rape, if there was a one-night stand, if your mama don't even know your daddy's name, that does not matter right now. What matters is that our Heavenly Father has spoken life into us and affirmed us. And I really wanted to get into that because... There are so many of us, Tam, that that don't excel in life, and we blame our biological circumstances for the reason we do not excel. And it is time out for that now. We are living in a time in, in this stratosphere that, you know what, it's time out for the blame game. Now it's time to step up to the plate and be who you were made to be,
3: who you were created to be. Go ahead, sis. I, I hear you trying to say something. No, I wasn't. Actually, I was just agreeing with what you were saying. I, too, wasn't was one for so long. Um, last week was my husband's birthday, so we went to a private oh, beach
1: happy birthday, in Carol. South Carolina.
3: <laughs> okay, happy birthday and Father's Day today, and to my brother as well, Amen. and to all the Amen. men Amen. that have been fathers in many different ways than once. But what I was saying is I released my father's ashes of what I had. I carried them for many years after he's been gone. Hmm. But what I'm saying is I, too, held on to many different memories and different things that I felt between he and I. When I was able to go to that beach and I was able to put those ashes there and let the water come and get them, I realized I had held on too long.
0: Mm. time
3: to let go, and it's time to believe mm. and trust God mm. for the new miracles in your life. My father has yeah. been gone for several years, and you can't do anything mm. to change that, and he nope. can't do anything to change that. Put not your nope. trust in man, for man will deceive you. It's all about God, mm. and that's mm. all I want to say to mm. you. Is I no, all I was saying is agreeing with you. What you're saying is true. We believe in our physical father and not our spiritual father. And that's why we have not made a lot of things through. Amen.
2: That's real. That's real. And and I'm so proud of you for the release, you know? because um, 'cause we've got to get to that place where we do release. I wanna read to you the definition of, of um because we talk about affirmations all the time. A lot of people get up in the morning and they repeat affirmations over their day and what have you. But I don't think that they really have um, the the depth within them of what true affirmation is. the The dictionary says that affirmation is to state as a fact, to assert strongly and publicly. When I read that, it was the first part of it that really leaked out at me, to state as a fact. That's what being affirmed means. And then to assert strongly and publicly. So you're stating as a fact publicly in a strong manner when you're being affirmed what is fact. And that's why I think it is so vital that we Get into that place of affirmation from our heavenly father because it is him that whatever he says will not go out and return unto him void, but it must accomplish that that he sent it to do. He sent you to do. He specifically, like he told Jeremiah while he was yet in his mother's womb, he called him. He had a purpose for him. He's declared him to be a prophet to the nation. It's like we've got to get to the place that, like I said, you, you, you may have had a phenomenal father, and that's great. But beyond what he could speak into your life, you have to get to the place of recognizing and understanding what God spoke into your life, who God said you were, why He created you, why He breathed the breath of life into your body, while you why you are
0: yet breathing, why you are still here. You know, this has been such a oh God, a trying
2: week for me. Because I'm feeling the pain of one of my dearest sisters in the Lord at the loss of her son, her only son, um, her firstborn. But I told her last weekend, I said, you know, with our lives paralleling one another so closely, we've walked through a whole lot of things over these past 30 years that we have known one another and and the fact that we both had our children, our firstborn at fourteen years old, and this was her firstborn that she lost, and and how the first years of of parenting, you know, as a single mom, and you know, and as someone very, very young, we really didn't get it all right, (laughs) and we are very, very willing to understand and accept that fact. It's just like, you know, it is what it is. This is the truth of it, but what I said to her was, I said, but please don't look back on where you missed the mark, because the thing that you have to recognize and understand is these last 30-some-odd years, you showed him Jesus. And because you showed him what a life with Jesus in it could be, how life could be transformed and changed, he did the same for his children and showed how. A life with Jesus could transform his life, and because of that, because of him pouring into his children, because of you pouring Jesus into him, today we know where he's at. And today, even though there's a heartache because he is not in this physical realm anymore, there is a joy because we know that he is before the Father. To be absent in this body is to be present with God so we can rejoice in that. And that's an incredible thing. We have to get to that place of understanding that no matter how hard life can be, no matter what this journey of life takes us on, the pitfalls and the deep valleys and even those times of grieving and those times of being on the mountaintop and those times of rejoicing, all of that, no matter what it is and no matter what phase you're in in your life right now, you've got to know. That you got a heavenly father, someone who the second, second um, definition of a firm is to offer someone emotional support or encouragement. So you need to know that you have a heavenly father that can offer you emotional support and encouragement through it all. Cause see, for the <laughs> I was watching Sarah um, Jakes Roberts this morning. And she was it was a message about unfinished business, and in that message, she dealt with, "We don't get what we pray for, we get what we wait for, okay? We pray and we pray, and we pray, but it is those that wait upon the Lord that shall renew their strength. Why Because you're with the lord you're you're allowing the Lord to carry you through, you're allowing the Lord to uphold you, you're allowing the Lord to affirm you. It is in him that that fact over your life is spoken. It is in him that if you're in a place of of desert, of wilderness, it is in him that you can recognize and understand that in that dry place, in that dusty place, in that lone place, that Rivers of living water are there springing forth in him, that you are not alone, that he is right there with you. he is walking with you, and I was thinking about that this morning, and I was thinking about my father and 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 the love that is still in my heart for him. But as I thought about it, I thought about, but he left at seven when I was seven i'm sixty two today, and my life had to keep going. My mom left when I was 27, but I'm 62 today, and I had to keep going. My biological father made a decision that he wanted no part of me, which put my biological mother in a position to have to give me up for adoption. But guess what? I still was brought forth in this earth realm, and at 62, I'm still going. It's like you've got to get to a place that even in your morning, you still yet have to live. You still yet have to keep going. The things that hit you in life, the things that the enemy will throw at you, the words did not say that the weapons would not come. What it said is that the weapons would not prosper. They're going to come. You will have trials and tribulations. Christ himself declared it. You will have trials and tribulations in this earth realm, but be of good cheer because he told you he has overcome the world. So we've got to get to that place where our affirmation is in God. Our affirmation is who he created us to be and then breathed the breath of life in us and then pushed us forth out of our mother's womb to be an entity in this earth realm to further the kingdom of God, we got to get to that place where we understand that. we got to get to that place where we embrace that. Affirmation is not to be taken lightly. It is not to be taken lightly. I thank God for the affirming of ordination. I thank God for my pastor laying hands upon me and ordaining me. But more important is that my pastor had to hear from Father God, and Father God had to tell him, that one right there,
0: I want her. I want to set her apart because I want to use her. He is not a respecter of person. He has
2: done that for you as well. You may not have had a pastor or someone to lay hands on you to set you apart, but you've got to know that you know that you know that your
0: Father, which art in heaven, has done that. He has done that. He has affirmed you as his child. And once that affirmation goes forth, can't nobody take that from you. You can be up, down, in, out, all around.
2: You can screw up, mess up, do whatever. But I promise you, God does not write your name in the Lamb's Book of Life, and every time you mess up, go and erase it and say, oops. And then you feel like you're doing okay for a while, and he go back and put it back in. That is not how it works. That is not how it works. When he put your name in that book, it was because he saw the end from the beginning and he knew every pitfall you were going to walk through. He knew every temptation you would succumb to. He knew every bad thought you would have. He knew every curse word that would come out of your
0: mouth. He already knew it all. And yet still said, that one right there, I want that one. That one's mine. That was mine. Because I know that in the midst of everything that he or she walks through, they will yet, they will yet know that I am still their father. They will
2: yet come to me and appreciate my mercy, my grace, and my favor.
0: They will yet give me a in-time praise through the good and through the bad. That one right there. Yes.
2: Yeah. That's the one I want. The one that the world said that couldn't amount to anything. The one that the world said was no good. The one that ran and
0: hid. The one that cursed me. The one that said, I know not him. I, I don't know him. I'm
2: not associated with him. You yeah, are that very one right like there. That. that one called Peter.
0: That one called Thomas who said that, no, unless I see For myself, I'm not going to believe. That one, that's the one I want. That's the one that's not. Because
2: when all is said and done, y'all going to think that they drunk because they're going to be so wrapped up, tied up in me that you aren't going to matter. What you got to say is not going to matter. They're going to hear my voice and they're going to obey me. That's, That's the affirmation that I'm talking about today. I, you know, it's like, Pam, the more I walk with the Lord, the more precious he becomes. Because, see, I know my faults and my shortcomings in the wee hours of the morning when ain't nobody around but him. Everybody can see one thing. They can hear about Elder Coilette, they can do this, they can do that. But in the wee hours when ain't nobody there but
0: me and him, and we can get real with each other, He yet still loves me. He yet still holds on to me. He yet decrees and declares that I am here. That's what I'm talking about. That's the affirmation that I want
2: our listeners to wrap their heart around, to recognize and understand that you are not alone. Whatever it is you are walking through right this moment, you are not walking through it alone. So that you can get to that place that you can make the same affirmations over your life that God makes over your life. I don't care what the world said about you. I don't care what you've even said about yourself, but you will get into the the word of God and affirm that I have been wondrously and fearfully made. I am his workmanship. I need not be ashamed. Because I can rightly divide the word of truth because the truth lives within me. His name is Jesus. And he gave me his precious Holy Spirit to dwell within me and to speak through me and to guide me and to lead me and to direct me and to hold
0: me and give me godly counsel. And because of that, I'm not damned to hell. Because of that, I'm covered. I'm forgiven. I'm made new every day. Every day. And so I'm, I'm, I'm excited today. I'm excited to honor my father,
2: which I didn't have him today. You know, Father's Day here on the earth was created to, you know, be one Sunday out of the year. But Father's Day to me is every day that I open up my eyes because every day I open up my
0: eyes affirms one more time that my father said, yet live. 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 And so I'm grateful. So since I'm going to let you have it for a minute, what's going on in your heart and in your mind?
3: Well, you just basically projected everything that could be said and more. And while you were speaking, I was just doing a little research. And the action or purpose of affirming something or being affirmed, the modified or affirmation um, synonym is assertion, declaration, statement, proclamation. Um, pronouncement, um, and assurance, emotional Mm. support or encouragement. And, you know, my father's gone. And again, I went to a private beach last week so I can allow his ashes to be released. And my brother, I call him my brother someone that was dear to me. I loved him. And it doesn't necessarily mean biological to have to be your brother, someone that you connect with. I believe that, that understands you, regardless of your right and your wrong, and that's affirming you of who you are. And I released both of their ashes at the same time on the beach. And I realized that, you know, whether you had a mother or a father, Don't stop being who you are God still Mm -hmm. affirmed you By the blood of Jesus And what Mm -hmm. he did was He made you whole And he gave you acceptance And he gave you proclamation Of being Something great in this land You can't Keep using Excuses of If I could have should have would have There's a lot of broken families Broken homes But it doesn't mean that you're less than. It still means that you're more than. What are you going to do with what you have left in this world to go forth and live your life and make a difference in other people's lives? And I get you, sis, completely, because both my stepfather and my father are both gone. And I didn't know what I would really quite do but all I can do is move on and take what they told me as a lesson to be learned and do greater things in the land and go forth to make a difference. I desire to be mm-hmm. faithful, productive, fruitful, committed, and in advancing God's kingdom on earth. And when you do that and you proclaim within yourself affirmations or something that you do daily and who you are, Greater is he that is in me than he that is of the world. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And he Mm -hmm. made me on this earth, and I have gone through so many things, things that I'm sure my forefathers went through, things that I'm sure some things they probably didn't. But God has still made me great in his own eyes, and I am Mm -hmm. great because he made me and created me to be. And he loves me. And I don't lack anything because of him. And that's what I believe in Jesus' name. And amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Uh, you know, he just, oh, my God, God just really blows my mind um, around every corner, I, I promise you. You know, it, it's
0: like I, I'm so grateful for the fact that he doesn't how can I put this? He doesn't put me in timeout
2: <laughs> because um, because I may have the wrong thought. I may speak the wrong word. What he does is gently guides me. Now, I, I know when he speaks to me in a very firm tone, I know that it's like, okay, timeout for this craziness. Girl, you better get this together. You know, I understand that. I understand the voice of a father, but I it is such an incredible thing to know that you have a father that loves you to the point of chastening you, you know, to chastise you, to make sure that you get it right. Because, you know, fatherhood is about building legacy, and we forget that. We, our father, who art in heaven, is building his legacy, legacy through us. He is building his kingdom through us. We are the representation of what he wants in this earth realm, and he gave us the task and the duty to model that before others. I wrote something today in honor of fatherhood, and, and I just I would like to read it. Just um, it, it won't take but a, long, a small amount of time, but I t- entitled it Fatherhood, the Building of Legacy, And this is what God gave me as I was writing. He said, it is no coincidence that the family name is passed down by the father. You see, there is an expectation that the father will impart into his children the history and legacy of the name. Some of you may say the history behind your father's name is not good. And to that I say it is up to you to change that. As a father, no matter what the prior generation did, you have the responsibility responsibility to speak into the future generations and teach, train, and give example to what they are developing into. The legacy you will leave behind will not be the amount of money in the bank, the size of your portfolio, or the zip code in which you reside. No, your true legacy will be found in the lives you leave behind and the impact you have on those within your sphere of influence. By showing forth the love, commitment, dedication, and tenacity to see improvement in future generations, you represent Father God in a most profound way. Whether biological, spiritual, or by love, you have fathered those in need of affirming, and because of that, you are truly a kingdom influencer. So this was my message to fathers for today, you know, giving them, wishing them a happy Father's Day, but letting them know that they are representing Father God as they pour into the lives of those that are around them, whether again, whether they, they sired the children that was their biological children or whether it was strictly spiritual. You know, I have a phenomenal spiritual father who has poured into me over 30 some years and who encouraged me to go back to school, who was the cause of me getting my degree last week. It's just, you know, all of these different things that, men have stood in the gap for, for those that are around them. I I have a dear, you too, we have a dear brother in the Lord, um, Elder Arthur Ivy, who may not have biological children, but he has poured into young men. He has poured into their lives to give them godly examples of what manhood is about. So it's not just about, again, the the passing of your sperm. It's about the passing of your impartation into the lives of others. And it's about being that example of the kingdom of God, standing upright and allowing those around you to know that they have worth. Because let me tell you, here's the one thing that, that I've recognized in the pattern of those that, quote, unquote, did not have biological fathers or did not have a man in their life to pour into them. The girls normally grew up with that void in their heart, missing that that affirmation of a father. And because that void was there, they looked for love in all the wrong places. They tried to get the affirmation of man to take the place of the affirmation of a father. Father. So then they started just promiscuously giving
0: themselves to man after man after man, trying to fill that void that only a father could fill. Young men
2: grew up to be abusers. Because nobody, there was not a man there to model what manhood really meant. So they thought that if they could could control another person's life, if they could um, beat somebody down, if they could be the tough guy on the street, that that would be affirming their manhood. But see, both of those examples are so wrong. And until you get into a place where you recognize your Father in heaven, where he can affirm you openly and in public, the same way the world has scorned you and tried to make you ashamed of your past, your Father, which art in heaven, will step up and say, uh-uh, oh, uh-uh, uh-uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. That's mine. That's mine. Did they make some mistakes? Yep, sure did. But you show me somebody that didn't. Did they do some wrong things? Yep, they sure did. But you show me somebody that didn't. It's like Christ bending over in the sand
0: one more time and writing in the dirt and saying, he that is without sin, cast the first stone." You see, that was the epitome of an example of affirming, affirmation. When Christ looked at
2: that woman, and everybody had dropped their rocks, and they had walked off, and he said, Madam, where are your accusers? Is there not one to accuse you? And she said, no, Lord. And he said, neither do I. Now go and sin no more.
0: See, that was that affirmation. That was that affirmation. Her life was never the same. It was never the same.
2: Mary Magdalene said that she had seven demons she was battling with, but she came into an encounter with Christ, and every one of them had to hit the road because then her affirmation became that of God. And she went on, as is written in many, many books, to really be an
0: apostle, to to start churches, to preach the word of God. So what are we trying to say? We're trying to say that, number one, you are loved. Number two, you are affirmed and your father has openly spoken that. Number three, put the shame down. Stop hiding in your past and let God expose you, expose you for the light that he created you to be. Expose you for being his child, the fruit of him. Expose you for that greatness that he has placed within you, that he is now calling forth to come out of you. Everybody's thrown down their stone. The tongues have stopped wagging, and even if they are still wagging, it does not matter. Because the weapons that
2: they're trying to to hurl your way, according to the word of God, first of all, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue
0: that your life is in judgment, is in them. So stop letting the world dictate to you who you are and what you are. Pastor D says all the time, don't answer to what you are not. That may have been what you were, but it is
2: not who you are. That may have been what you did, but it
0: is not who you are. Who you are is a child of the Most High God Almighty. And he has affirmed you, and he has publicly spoken over your life. This is
2: why we can't throw our children away. This is why no matter how bad they get, And how badly we just want to throw up both of our hands and say, I'm done, and that's it. We still have to love them. We still have to cover them. We still have to pray over them. We do not have to accept their abuse. No, we don't. But we do not ever give up on them in our hearts. We do not ever give up on them in our prayers.
0: We do not speak what God has not spoken over their lives. We continue in our affirmation of who God said they were. One of the
2: things i stood on for 30 years is right after I got saved, he promised me that me and my whole household would be saved. It wasn't just about me. And I have stood on that
0: for these 30 years.
2: My whole household, not one will be missed. Not one, not one, not one. And I'm down and I'm looking at generation number three right now. And I yet decree and declare. Actually, it's generation number four. If you start with me, and I yet decree and declare, not one will be missed, not one will be lost. Every single one of my offspring will be saved and know the Lord and be used to His glory. I don't care what they say, what they do, and
0: I am seeing it come to pass. I had to back up from my son. And allow God to deal with
2: him and to be who he is in his life. Because as long as I was in the way, God could not do what he needed to do. I, mean, I don't love him does not mean that I am not
0: still there for him.
2: But I had to back up and let God be God. Because before he passed through my womb, he passed through the womb of his father.
0: It was God that placed him in my womb. It was God that said, yet live we got to get to that place where it's all about the Father. It is all about him. He is our blessed hope. It is in
2: him that we live, we move, and we have our very being. And that's the week after week after week. That is the one thing that Tanya and I pray that you get in your spirit that it is all about him. It is all about him, and if you allow it to be all about him, then he is going to take
0: care of all the things that is about you. You just let it be about him. He's got you. He's got you, and nobody can take that from you. No one. Absolutely no one. That's you know what? That's it,
2: Pam. I'm like you know. <laughs> I know we still got some time, but
0: that's what what God put in my heart to share, just knowing, just knowing that he has not forsaken you, he has not forgotten you, and he has publicly declared you to be here. Are you publicly declaring you are here, or are you ashamed? Are you treating him like your biological that
2: dissed you or wasn't there for you? And so you're ashamed to mention his name.
0: Cause I promise you there is no shame in God. None. And he is not ashamed to talk about you. He's proud that you're here. He called you so Amen, sis. <laughs> There, lady. Yeah. Hello. Sis. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
3: I got that. I'm there. You know what? Okay. I've heard everything you're saying, and I'm back. And I realize I love everything that you're saying about who we are, what we should be, which we shouldn't allow ourselves to be through words, a conduct of somebody else, but who you are, who our Heavenly Father said we are in this earth. Yes, it does depend on your earthly father. I always thought it did. My earthly mother, what they said about me and what they thought about me. But it's what our Heavenly Father thinks about us in heaven. And who he makes us to be. You do great things in the land because of who you are. Not because of who somebody else is. Because of who you are. Whether you had a mother mm-hmm. or a father. Whether your father's here or he's not. You have to look back. I look at my father, my biological father when he was here on earth. And I loved him for who he was. He wasn't around a lot. I could have said he did other things that I didn't like but I realize now he brought me to this earth and that's what he was made to do. And I thank Mm. God for it. And I'm not, I don't look at life anymore as if what I could have should have been, if he would have did something or if he could have been something, stop looking at what you think others should do to make you who you are.
1: Mm. You who you are. Mm. I have three
3: beautiful children. I have three beautiful grandchildren. And I'm, like, laughing today before the show. I thought, dang, none of my kids really like me. But you know what? I was placed here to give them life. And I thank God Mm. the life more abundantly that they can be able to grow and become who they are and to the beautiful women who they're meant to be. And all Mm. I'm saying to everybody out there is stop again judging who you thought you should have been through, who your mother was, who your father was, Mm -hmm. who are you now? What did they do if they're here or they didn't? What did they do that when they died, they left you with a legacy? And we have to stop Mm. looking at, oh, my God, if they didn't do what I thought they were going to do, I'm nothing. You're everything. Your heavenly father Mm. in heaven gave you purpose and meaning. Your heavenly father in heaven gave your father, your biological father, stepfather, whoever he was, to give you meaning. All I'm saying again is this, rest in the Lord and believe in him and who he is because he is who you are. Don't hmm. judge who's here or who's not here by what you think they should have done. Like what you're saying, says, love them. Love them unconditionally and keep moving, and that's who you become. You become the great thing, the thereafter, the here and now. You become that of who God created you to be. And there's nothing else that can stop you. And there's nothing else that can come up against you. Not if you believe in what your Heavenly Father says from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So it's just great things, you guys. We're talking about the here and the now, the thereafter and the being. Love who God put in your pathway. He's put many fathers in my pathway. He's put many aunts, uncles, grandmothers, mothers in my life, and I thank God for it. So be who you are and love who you are, because what God made you is great in every way and every being. Amen?
2: Amen. You know, girl, when is it you said something and it brought to mind something that God had to walk me through because um, I'll be the first to admit, I, for many, many years I had major, major aught against my biological father because of the treatment of, that my my biological mother went through. I'm going to be honest. It was not, wasn't so much of me feeling rejected more so than knowing the hurt and the pain that my existence caused her because of him turning his back. And the fact that, you know, her family turned their back on her and um, and put her in a position to give me up. And I, I've never, I, I've never, I promise I've never had any ill will toward her whatsoever. I'm like, you know what, girlfriend, you walked through that thing and you gave me life. You didn't flush me. You didn't take a coat hanger. You didn't, You know what I'm saying? All the things that they were doing back then, you did none of that. I agree. You know, you walked through it. You walked yeah. through it, and you gave me life, so I'm not mad at you at all. All I have is love and respect for you. But I had major issues with the one I used to just call my sperm donor. It was just like, that's all you did, you know? But you know what? God walked me through something at one point where he was just like, even in dealing with influence in my life, like you just said, it was like, well, you know what, Father? You wanted me to have a certain DNA. You wanted me to have a certain bloodline. You picked and choose where you wanted that to come from. And no matter if homeboy did what was right or didn't do what was right, he was that one that you chose to utilize to fertilize the egg, to bring me into existence. So i got to let go of whatever my issue is with me. Exactly. I need to let it go and recognize and understand exactly. you served your purpose, homeboy. That's it. That exactly. was your purpose. You served it and we exactly. moved on. Exactly. Okay.
3: Exactly. And that's what we have to understand. Whether they served as a mm-hmm. father, if they served as a daddy, or if they served as what we call, we didn't know, but we call it a sperm donor. You're here. hmm and look at the great things that you're doing in the land. It didn't stop you. All I'm telling you right mm-hmm. now is don't let anything stop you from being who you are, and that's great. It doesn't matter Amen. if they were your father, your daddy, or a sperm donor. You're here. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with exactly. what God gave you? I was talking to my husband Amen. the other day. The Holy Spirit said, the, the, uh, the owner left his servants with talents, and he said he would be gone Mm -hmm. a while. And when he would return, Mm -hmm. he asked, what did you do with what I left you here on this earth? If you want to sit there and blame that you didn't have a father, a biological father, it's a lot of broken homes right now. Unfortunately, it's sad, but it's the truth. But what are you doing with what was left and what was given to you? That's what's more important. It's not Amen. about anything else. Just because you didn't have a father, do you have to be a bad father because of it? Because you didn't have a mother. Do you have to be a, mad, a bad mother because of it? Yes, sometimes we go by what we have and what we look at, the storybook that was told to us. But you know what? It's a forever ending battle. It's forever in this story. We can make many, many, many shows off of just this as it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: But again, love yourself and love God who he still has you here
0: on this mm-hmm. earth to do great things. For a purpose and a reason. For a purpose Every and a reason. You look
3: around, a purpose and a reason. Man, I had my mother. My mother and my father. They divorced when I was young. I, told, I believe I said on the story many a times. Man, I was angry for many a year because I used to hear people's family be together and mine wasn't. I used to imagine and dream and tell lies about this great family that I knew that I didn't have. But mm. guess what? Who it was and what it was is what it made me. And guess what? You're still here. So what are you going to do with the yeah. time and the talent that you have? Okay? Amen. So when your father Amen. comes back and says, what did you do with what I gave you? What did you do with what I imparted mm-hmm. you with? That's what it's all about, a
0: Father's Day, period. Hmm. And that's every day. That's That's the place where we need to get to. Father's Day is every day,
2: you know. It, it's you know me. I, I'm so not big on man's ordained holidays. I'm not because I don't need man to tell me I need to appreciate my father. Okay, I don't need man to tell me I need to appreciate my husband. I don't need man to tell me I need to appreciate my mother. I just you know, it's like if I if I have to wait till man sets aside a specific day to do that. Well, what am I doing the other 364 days of the year? Am I not appreciating them then? Am I not loving them then? Am I not the recipient of their love the rest of those that time? You know, I, I, like I said, I appreciate today being, quote, unquote, Father's Day. But I wake up every single morning knowing that my Father, which I didn't have in heaven, gave me breath to breathe life one more time. So there is yet a work to do. So I appreciate him. I appreciate him not taking me in my sleep. I appreciate him for giving me for everything that I messed up the day before. I appreciate him for giving me the new list of life for another day. I appreciate him. Exactly And that's what we and got you have again. to
3: understand. Exactly. Sis, it what it all comes down to is this you still are here because it took a sperm donor. Your mother couldn't have done it without herself unless it was a immaculate right. conception like Mary.
0: So yeah. you had a
3: father. And regardless of whatever choice he made back then, when your mother was young, he was young too. He made decisions based yeah. on what he had at that moment and that time. But I look at you now and I think to myself, man, he made someone great. Awesome, mm. with compassion, love, and a heart. So did he do all that bad? He did what he was supposed mm. to do.
0: He exactly. brought you
3: here, regardless of the fact, whether he stayed and you, and it was whatever. It's not Wally, Beaver, Cleaver, the Beavers and, and um, Father Knows Best. I used to look at shows like that and think that that's the way my family was supposed to be. And mm-hmm. I used to think when that song came out, Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. But you know what? I mm-hmm. thank God for my father that is in heaven because he gave me life. And God allowed his firm to be with my mother to make life and life abundantly. Stop looking mm-hmm. at your father, whether he's here or not, gone or still in this world. Well, it then kind of should have, what have? Stop being angry. And do with what you have and the talents Amen. that you were left. And you can still do great things. It's not about what they did or what they didn't do. Look at you, elder, regardless of the fact. And then God bless you with good adopted parents, and then your adopted mm-hmm. father passed on. So guess what? God was showing you right then. I am the true vine, and my father's a the husband and man. I Amen. made you who I created you to be. Regardless of the Mm. fact of your biological or non-biological, I allowed his sperm to come with your mother to make you who you are. And I see now that you didn't allow affliction or different things in this world to stop you, but you became the best that you can be. So now that the father has come back, he said, what did you do with the talents that I blessed you with? Stop
1: Mm. blaming
3: other things in life. Do what." what you have left on this earth, and you can still do great things. Amen.
2: Amen, amen. Well, since we got about five minutes left, we don't have to take the whole five minutes, but I wish you would just pray over our listeners and just, you know, affirm them in your prayer of who God has decreed and declared them
3: to be. I'm just praying in the name of Jesus. Because I thought that my father I wanted him to be so much more Than what I thought And I love him now that he's gone I don't want to look back But I want to thank God for who he added In my life and who he made me to be I thank you Heavenly Father Right now as I speak to the many souls The many men The many fathers or The many not fathers or The many fathers Or however it is But Father impart your spirit within them Allow them to be the fathers that you can be right now, whether it's their children or not their children, biological or adoption, however it is. But, Father God, let's create families, regardless of what we mm. think families should be. But let us create families with people like you've given me, like my sister. She's my sister, elder. is my sister. She's not my biological sister, but it's who you place in my life so I can grow. Plant seeds yeah. in the name of Jesus. Plant the soil, Heavenly Father, and let us all grow and become better people, have better purpose, better substance mm-hmm. in this world, so we can make others grow. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Amen and amen. We thank God. Well, I I just speak over the lives of our listeners that you have a Heavenly Father that has decreed and declared the end from the beginning, and he has decreed you to be his. So take that. Embrace that. Recognize that. He said that you have been fearfully and wonderfully made and that you are his workmanship. You were created for his good pleasure. He is well pleased with you. When he created you, he said it was very good. So don't allow whatever you have encountered in your life up to this point stop you from going forth into the blessed life that he has decreed over you. Your best days are yet ahead of you because your best days are found in the more that you embrace him as your father, the more that you allow his reflection of who you are to come forth, because guess what? You were created in his image and in his likeness. So the more that you reflect him, the more you step in to who you really are. So we just praise God for this day. To all the fathers, happy, happy, blessed Father's Day, and thank you. Thank you for pouring in to your children's lives. Thank you for pouring in Man. to the lives of those in your sphere of influence. We applaud you on today. We are grateful for you today. And if nobody
0: else has said thank you, we say thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Ah awesome, awesome, awesome show. Tell my brother Jerry that his brother Carlson wishes him a very, very blessed Father's Day. I had to and get that out because he said when you do the show, you make sure you tell Jerry I said happy Father's Day. So And he said to thing Lord. as well. I love
3: you. Amen. Amen. I love you. Amen,
2: I love beautiful. You. you have a blessed, blessed day, my sister. You too, Seth. I love
3: you beautiful. Amen.
1: Let's keep it real